1: com
0: hello and welcome to emotional badass where moxie meets mindful i'm nikki eisenhower life coach and psychotherapist and on today's show we're discussing the messiness of being human We're recording today really early in the morning because I had a bad day, had a migraine on our recording day and just couldn't do it. What's been occurring to me lately is how messy it is to be human. We are sensitive. If, if you're listening to the show, you're sensitive. I'm sensitive. Many of us are introverts. When I read the review comments for the show, wow, they're powerful. They're so powerful, I can't look at them right now or I'll just cry for the show. <laughs> but what I see are many themes of being really shocked and surprised and feeling finally unalone. So I want to talk to you, particularly to introverts, whose worlds can get very small as we move through and we get hurt or we get wounded. It can seem like a smart strategy to just pull within to never leave home, to make your world very small, to be hurtless. I don't advise it. I don't think it's the way to go. But to be able to be more social, to be able to be more connected, to be able to feel more alive and present in our world, with ourselves and with each other, we have to understand some deeper layers of healing. Healing is not just the absence Of mental illness. Healing is not just the absence of depression or a lowering of depression or a lowering of anxiety symptoms. Healing is not just an increase in inner peace. Of course, those are elements of healing, but practically, especially in how we relate to each other, a big part of healing that goes unspoken is learning to be more realistic with ourselves and others. Being human is kind of a pain in the ass when you think about it. We annoy each other. We grate on each other. We get in each other's way even when we're very well-intentioned. My messy humanity of having to take a personal day affected my producer. It affected my other days. It made some of my other days messier to fit in recording of the show. If we are healing from Narcissism in our relationships, if we happen to have a critical parent or one who is just very stingy about giving praise or encouragement or softness, we may not know how to be soft with ourselves around our own humanity. And the consequence of that is that we don't know how to process, interpret, be with the messy humanity of others. If we are trauma and neglect survivors, our healing must answer this question and it must answer it in this way. What is a safe person? And in my book, the only allowable answer is me. When I am safer with myself and not shaming or putting down or picking apart my own humanity, the ways that it's unavoidable for me to be messy with myself and with others. What happens in trauma and neglect survivorship is that we are scared of so much of the human interaction and so scared to be hurt again, to be abandoned again, to be shamed again, that I see survivors often not allowing for their own messiness and not allowing for the messiness of others. I just finished Boundaries and Dysfunctional Relationships, the four-week course I started in October. And what I saw over and over again with some of the participants was a, a letting go of the fear of, oh my goodness, if I have boundaries, if I start really doing the work to understand the people around me, I'm not going to like the people around me. That fear I saw let go Throughout the course and in working with some individuals that participated. Because when we understand our own humanity, when we are in radical acceptance of how life is not in our full control and how we are, we must affect each other if we are alive. When we can accept that more, we can accept the messiness of the people in our families of origin. We can accept the messiness in our friend circles. In boundaries work, what we're doing often is learning to peel apart the difference between an acceptable amount of human messiness and abuse, neglect, manipulation. If that freaks you out a little bit, it's a little freaky because there are no hard lines. And each one of us in boundaries work, each one of us in this healing work is working to figure out what amount of human messiness is okay for me to allow within my life. And that happens with how we relate to each other, so the external players in our lives. But that work starts with ourselves. If you ever hang out with me, one of the ways that I'm a huge pain in the ass to myself and to other people living in this cold climate, this New Orleans girl, it's winter now. It takes me forever to get dressed and get out the door during winter. Finding gloves, finding a hat, figuring out the scarf. Is it cold enough outside? Is it not cold enough? Do I need another layer? Oh no, I don't have the right shoes. I have these boots on, but it's wet outside and I don't have the boots that can get wet. Hold on, wait for me. Uh Uh-oh, I need my phone. I am a scattered mess getting out of the door. Have been since I was a little kid. And my friends and my partner, I am so grateful to their patience with me when I am scattered in that way and just a mess. My younger self would get so stressed in a moment like that, feel so shameful. I would start to pre-process the aggravation of the other person and compound my anxiety and scatteredness and stress, trying to complete an activity like gathering all my stuff to get out of the door. And what I've had to learn is that even when that's frustrating, when my lovely, awesome, supportive patient partner just doesn't have a lot of patience for me in that moment, And I see that on his face or I feel that coming off of him or I see my friend, you know, looking at her clock like, when are we getting to lunch? (laughs) When is Nikki going to get out of the door? What used to upset me and trigger me so much was seeing their annoyance and processing it as shame and processing it as if I'm not supposed to have messy moments like that. The only way that we learn to process our messy humanness as some kind of mistake or unforgivable struggle is because we've been treated as if that is so. We've, our humanity has been treated like that. We've been taught through the harshness of others who don't accept their own humanity that it's not okay for us to accept ours. All abuse and neglect in oversimplified form, teaches us this. Relating to each other is a certain amount of struggle. Allowing a certain amount of our human struggle is not the same as making excuses for bad behavior. That's not what I'm advocating. I'm encouraging a realistic practice of meeting ourselves and each other in the unavoidable mess of our humanity. We feel safer within ourselves and with others when we know the difference between messiness and abuse, between messiness and neglect. Master manipulation is toxic. Verbal abuse is toxic. But we have to figure out what is an allowable amount of struggle? What is an allowable amount of bad behavior if someone loses it? We all sort of know and have heard really good, solid parents say, no matter what my child does, I love them no matter what. That's what healing is. It's learning how to apply that unconditional love that a healthy parent has for child to self.
1: Would you like to relax or fall asleep while learning about pivotal moments in history? If so... Then try my new podcast, Calm History. It's a time machine of tranquility filled with immersive and fascinating stories from history. Prior episodes include The Pilgrims, Marco Polo, Henry Ford, Joan of Arc, Jackie Robinson, Klondike Gold Rush, Ancient Greek Olympics. Easter Island, and the Great Pyramid of Giza. There's also a six-part series about the Titanic. Just search your podcast player for Calm History or go to calmhistory.com.
0: Self-love, self-care. It's not just the trendy stuff of taking a bath or taking a mental health day. It's learning how to love our messiness, our flawedness, also while learning how to not allow and create boundaries around other people's dysfunction. It's not good for us to name all of life's messiness as dysfunction or abuse or neglect. But nobody ever teaches us what's a normal amount, what's a reasonable amount. And the truth is, we have to figure that out within ourselves. As we strive to change and grow as the seekers and truth speakers that we are. And we have to learn how to love ourselves through it. So let's take a moment together to go within. Wherever you are, as long as you're not driving. Take a moment to center. To take a deep breath. To shake out the shoulders. To let go of any tension in your neck or jaw. To close your eyes, reach tall through the crown of the head, spine long, feet flat on the ground if they can reach, breathing into the central channel of the body. Repeat these statements only if they resonate with you as the truth within your mind, within your heart, within your body, within your spirit. I increase understanding and compassion for myself and of myself. Breathe in that statement again. I increase understanding and compassion for myself and of myself. I let go of perfectionism when I meet myself in my humanity. Breathing in at your own pace and breathing out at your own pace. I increase understanding and compassion for myself and of myself. I compassionately extend understanding of the messy humanity of others.
2: I inhale understanding and exhale
0: confusion. I don't have to be confused about the messiness of humanity anymore.
2: I laugh
0: with the messiness of being human. I allow the messiness of being human. I increase understanding and compassion for myself, and of myself. Now in this meditative moment, stay with me. Think of a time when someone you love, someone you admire, someone you respect, was just messy. Maybe this memory as a beloved teacher, usually cool as a cucumber, just losing their shit at a misbehaving class on a bad day. Allow whatever comes up to come up. And with this person that you respect, you admire, you love,
2: think about how you allowed their messiness
0: Think about how others who have felt safe to you have allowed your messiness. Take a deep breath. Today, I will increase my understanding of my own human messiness as I strive to be the best person I can be. If you'd like to keep your eyes closed as I continue, you may or you may open them and come back to the room, back to the space, back to your day. We feel safer within ourselves and with others when we know the difference between human messiness and abuse or neglect. We can love and have boundaries with ourselves and with others. No one ever gives us the class of how to figure this out. Today I give myself permission to decide and to choose and to test things out and to add to my knowledge. Today I will add to my compassion of taking care of myself within my humanity. And as I do so, I increase my ability to love, to show up for, and to healthily with boundaries take care of the humans in my sphere. As you go into the holiday season, you may experience a lot of messiness within yourself and with others. Try to breathe and center. If it's just messiness, try to just exhale and let that go. And if it's toxic, allow yourself to find the boundaries that you need. I am keeping that boundaries course open probably through February. I haven't decided yet. You are welcome and encouraged to come sign on and do your work. If you'd like to wait till I offer the course next year, I'll be making some announcements about that uh, after the first of the year. I will be doing this course live again next year. But if you'd like it right now, go on my site and sign up for it. You can still access Boundaries and Dysfunctional Relationships, the guided soul care course. I want to thank you for the support of the show all year as we come to the end of 2018. It's been a powerful year of growing community and of connecting. Please join me in next week's show as we meditate and connect on the light that pulses within all of us. Thank you so much. And I hope you have some compassion and some laughter about your humanity and the humanity you see out there in the world today. Love and light, and I'll see you next time. Bye-bye.
2: dot com.